that we can be rejoicing every day. Every day can be a day of rejoicing. The word rejoice means feel or show great joy or delight. If you have your Bibles, turn to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. And uh, I love singing that. And I thought about, you know, with the amount of people here doing it in three different groups. Because we have enough. And uh, I think you could do it. Maybe get some of my teenagers up here to lead them. And maybe, uh, maybe we'll do that at the end of the service. But uh, no, probably not. But uh, some of the teenagers are like, don't pick me. Don't pick me. You know, and it, uh, it's like when, uh, uh, all right, it's time to pray. It's even calling somebody to pray. And everybody's like, oh, not me. Not me. Don't look. Don't make eye contact. And I uh, understand that. First Thessalonians chapter 4. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 14. The Bible says, For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which slept in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. It's like, man, that is exciting right there. Let's comfort one another with those words that them which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Man, how exciting is that? How is exciting is that? I do believe, and uh, we see in uh, also at uh, one verse over, it says, uh, chapter over, verse 16, it says, rejoice evermore. But uh, I do believe that every day can be a day of rejoicing. Uh, Philippians 4, 4, we just sang it, rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say, rejoice. Every day. You think, sure, we all have difficult things going on in our life, but you can, if we just stop for a moment and rejoice over some of the good things that are going on. It seems easy to point out all the negatives in life, right? It's easy for each and every one of us, as we go throughout the days, we go throughout the year, to point out the negatives. I mean, Bo, he plays an offertory at times. And he'll hit one bad note or two bad notes. And it's like, man, I can't believe he hit those two notes. Well, he hit 1,472 of them right, but we don't recall those, do we? No, we recall the two bad ones. And uh, it's like life sometimes, you know? We go through life and it's all these negatives and all these negatives. You think of them, some of the negatives that we have. Okay, I'll start off with the first one. You're thinking it, the president. <clears throat> I mean, the president. It's okay, you can laugh, it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. Um, the sins of this world. Boy, uh, that is a negative. Sometimes it's your relatives. Sheesh. I'll get to the one you're talking about in a minute, though. Uh, sicknesses. The pain. The heartaches. Politics. The mother-in-laws. You can laugh at that. Alex, you can say amen. Your mother-in-law. Yeah, uh, I got the best mother-in-law in the world. I'm telling you, the best. And that's the best one I've ever had. Um, uh, but, well, but we could easily look at all the negatives in our life. 
as we, as we go through life and you go throughout the day and you think of negative, sometimes you have to go to work and you have to deal with that person. They're going to be there. And uh, we, they're everywhere, okay? Uh, that person. And uh, you don't want, don't want to be that person. Uh, Psalms 118, verse 24. Psalms 118, verse 24. The Bible says, and uh, if you get there before I do, just start without me. Verse 24, this is the day which the Lord hath made. We will what? Rejoice and be glad in it. And be glad in it. Um, that was, I guess, one of my dad's favorite songs. They, they, uh, my mom and my dad would sing that um, uh, there while he was at the hospital. And, and uh, when I asked my dad, I'd call him, Dad, how you doing? He'd say, I'm just glad that I'm away, alive today. I'm glad that I'm alive today. I was able to, to wake up today. Um, we see in 1 Thessalonians verse 5, verse, verse 18, the Bible says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God. In Christ Jesus concerning you, we have so much as Christians that we can rejoice about. You know, you see the people so many times, so doom and gloom and so negative and so sad. And I understand life happens. I understand that. And there's things even in my life that, that you know, you just don't understand what's going on here and things that you just don't like. And, and sometimes it's hard to have, uh, it's hard to rejoice, right? It's hard to have a good day. It's hard to have that joy. I'd like to give you a few things that I believe as a Christian that we can rejoice about. And number one, top of the list, here is salvation. Salvation. Man, the fact that you know that if you died today that you are going to heaven, that ought to get you excited. Man, that uh, when you wake up in the morning, you can say, man, bless God, if I died today, I'm on the way to work and I... Heaven forbid, something happens to you, I die, I am going to heaven. Because back in this date right here is the day that I put my faith and trust in Jesus Christ, and I am going to heaven forever, eternity. You know, there's some people out there, they don't know that. There could be people sitting in this room tonight that you just don't know for sure that you're saved. You don't know that, man, if something did happen to me today, I don't know that I would go to heaven. I, I was talking to, uh, I don't have a barber, I have a... I don't know what you call them, a lady that does my hair. That's what I call her. And, uh, uh, and we were talking about salvation and, and to, kind of talking about, uh, 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 you know, your loved ones going to heaven, talking about my dad a little bit, and, and talking about, man, I can't imagine. I can't imagine being a lost person, not knowing where my loved one went when they passed on, not knowing if they went to heaven, if they went to hell, not knowing where they went. And, and then that, that, I just don't want to, I, I, I don't know how to handle that, but I know, I know my dad was saved. I know he went to heaven, and I know I'm saved, and I know that if I died tonight, I would go to heaven. Man, that that would get you excited. That would get you something to rejoice about. Some of you, you think about the bad things, and, and there are bad things in life. Don't get me wrong. There are things going on with families, things going on with different circumstances in life that are just terrible, but listen that we're saved ought to make you rejoice some of you may be sitting there and man i just don't know for sure you know that is torture that is to just sit there and have that doubt and the thought of not knowing if you're going to heaven 
Or if, you know, I used to have a thought, I look back on May 10th, 1981, a long time ago, I don't know if I've told this story here before, but uh, several years ago, I'm sitting in church, and uh, the, the right section, or actually the, the middle section there, we had two aisles, and sitting back here with my mom and dad, and, and uh, 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 a preacher came, and I, I, I believe looking back on it, that's the night that I got saved, but for years, I don't remember what I said, I don't remember exactly what I did, I don't remember, and it bothered me. It bothered me, and it just, it ate at me. And one time, we were at the house, and um, uh, I was 40 years old. I was a youth pastor. And, I, and my wife's like, what's bothering you? What's, what's going on? I said, I just doubt my salvation. I just doubt it. I, I, I'm, I'm, tired of, I'm tired of doubting it. I, I, remember, I remember walking the aisle. I remember Mrs. Dobson going back there and opening the Bible and showing me. I remember that. I, but I just don't remember what I said. And, and I've heard people say, well, What'd you say when you got married? <laughs> I do. What else did you say? I don't know. Are you still married? Yes. Okay. Uh, still married. Uh, and, and I look at that and I say, okay, I understand that. It makes sense to me. I said, but, you know, I just want to get this thing settled. I just want to get this thing settled. I'm tired of doubting. I'm tired of having that torture in my life. And that night I, I, I got the assurance of my salvation. Maybe some of you need to get it settled. Maybe some of you just need to, to, to hit the altar tonight or, or, or when you get home, or I would do it as soon as you could, because obviously we're not guaranteed to make it home tonight. Heaven forbid something happened. But listen, we can rejoice over what? Salvation. Man, you look back on the day that you got saved, and if something did happen, the trumpet did sound, boom, man, we're caught up to God, with the Lord in the air. Man, that would get you something excited about. Okay? So number one, salvation. Number two. You ready? Scripture. The Word of God. Man, that ought to get you excited. Some of you are excited about the next, next uh, program that uh, you're recording tonight. So you can't wait to get home and watch it. Man, you're excited about that. You're excited about that. But how about excited about God's Word that was given to us? A love letter given to us as Christians. Man, that ought to get you something excited about. That, that he, he, this is for us. You know, I, I love letters. I love, I love love letters. Yeah, that's right. I love love letters. I do. From my wife, okay? I love love letters from my wife. And uh, <clears throat> when I get one from her, I don't take it and put it on the nightstand and I look at it and I think, oh, I wonder what's in there. I bet you she's telling me how handsome I am. Probably. Just kidding. Uh, uh, she's probably saying how, how, what just a great, uh, how much she loves me and how great I am and just all these things. She's probably telling me all that stuff and man, but I just don't want to open it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. No, man, if she gives me a love letter, I cannot wait to open that thing. But can I tell you something? That this is a love letter that is written to us that tells us that he loves us and tells us that you're awesome and tells you that he has a plan for you that gives us the directions of your life. That is something to get excited about. And can we rejoice about that? Oh, let's try it one more time. Can we rejoice about that? Man, I think so. Man, the scriptures, salvation, man, that, that ought to get you excited. I know this is the week of Thanksgiving and, I, and uh, uh, the Thanksgiving month or whatever you want to call it, uh, but I think we can rejoice every day. Man, number one, that we are saved. Number two, that we have the word of, the word of God is given to us. 
How exciting is that? Next, we have prayer. Prayer. Hebrews chapter 4, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Let us therefore come boldly. The fact, the fact that we can come boldly to the throne of God, that we can talk to Lord God Almighty, a heavenly Father that loves us so much that we can come to Him and talk to Him. That ought to get us something excited. That ought to get us something excited that He wants to talk to us. I hope you have a prayer time. I encourage the teenagers all the time. Make sure you have a prayer list. Make sure you have a list. Make sure you have a time that you spend with God. That you have a time in the mornings or the evenings. I like, I like to do it in the mornings because a lot of times the, the evenings get busy. And, and I'll take that time, and uh, the, the morning time, and you have that list. And you, you pray for your families. And uh, you pray for uh, the, the people you work with. And you go over that list. And every, every day a time which you can spend with God. Listen, that will be something that you can rejoice about. That you can spend time with your heavenly Father. Man, isn't that exciting? So we got salvation. We have, we have uh, uh, scripture. We have prayer. Number four, we have that we are not a slave to sin. Man, I tell you what. That is exciting to me. Galatians 5.16. The Bible says here in Galatians 5.16. <clears throat> Bible says in verse 6 that this I say then walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh man listen uh, uh, we're not a slave if you are saved in here you are not a slave to sin through Christ we can have victory through through Christ we can uh, we are seen as clean through Christ we are seen as pure I know many times in our I, I, I sin I sin just like the the other person does each and every one of us we sin but through Christ, I am seen as clean and pure. When I go to him, I ask him to forgive me my sins. Man, that is exciting to me. When I know that when he looks, he looks at me, he, I, I don't have to be a slave to sin. I don't have to be a slave to the, the worldly lust, the, 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 the things of this old world. I don't have to be a slave to that anymore. I can have victory. That is exciting to me. And to me, that is something that we can rejoice about. To me, that is something that each and every one of us as Christians can rejoice about. Next, number five, God's love. God's love. One of my favorite verses in the Bible is Romans chapter 5, verse 8. But God commendeth his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. To me, that is to me, that's just amazing that God would love me so much, so much that he would send his only son to die on the cross for me. That's just amazing. And I didn't, I don't think I really understood that. I might have shared this before. I don't think I understood that until I was knocking on the door and I was inviting somebody to church. And, and as I was inviting them to church, I got to the Romans 5, 8 and I started explaining it to him what God commended. He showed his love to us. Now, while we're yet sinners, he, Christ died for us. And I was thinking, Christ was about this big. I thought, man, there is no way. There is no way that I would send my only son at the time. 
to die for a filthy, rotten sinner like me? There's there's no way I wouldn't do that. But God loves me so much, so much. He knows my sin. He knows me, yet he loves me so much. I'll be honest with you. I have a hard time loving people at times, just like you do. If we're honest, it's not easy. But God loves me in spite of me. He loves you in spite of you. You know the sins that you commit. You know what you do. Yet he still loves you. Man, listen, I tell you what, that'll get you fired up. That'll make you want to rejoice just a little bit. that almost want to make you get up and run a lap or two. Man, that God loves you in spite of you. He loves me in spite of me. I tell you what, that makes me want to rejoice. And sometimes, I, I, not sometimes, many times, I know I don't deserve his love. I don't deserve it. I was in here straightening up some chairs after I got back and and uh, just kind of having a hard time and and uh, man, I got a text would John love you from one of the teenagers used to be in a youth department many years ago man I thank you Lord I don't deserve that but I needed that I needed that I believe the Lord planned that and he sent that to me at the right time because I needed that man that was exciting and God loves me man listen if God can love us, if God can, and this is one thing I have learned, that if God can love me in spite of me, we ought to make sure that we can love other people around us. Yes, sometimes they don't treat us quite right. Yes, many times they can be ugly. But we ever stop and realize what maybe they're going through? Do we ever stop and realize how their day was? You ever stop and realize what they're going through in their family life, what they're going through, that maybe they just had a bad day and they just needed somebody to take it out on? You just happened to be the one? Oh, we don't like it, I know. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God loved us so much. He loved us so much. That even in Isaiah chapter 52, in verse 14, the Bible says, And many were stoned at thee. His visage was so marred more than any man, and his form more than the sons of men. The literal rendering is terrible. So marred from the form of a man, he was aspect that his appearance was not that of a son of man, not human. The effect of the uh, brutalities described, as in Matthew. Uh, listen, so much that as he hang on the cross, that they was unrecognizable as a man. But he did that because he loved you. That ought to be something that we can rejoice about as Christians. Because I know the world is going, you know where, in a handbasket. It, it's, it's the Lord's coming soon. He's coming soon. And, and, and there's a lot of things in life that we don't like. But as a Christian, can't we stop and rejoice over a few things? And I know there's several things that we could, the list could go on and on and on and on. Uh, you think of the health that we have. But, but salvation, how exciting is that that we are saved? How exciting is it that we have the word of God? How is it exciting is it that we're able to come to the Lord in prayer? How exciting is it that we are not slaves to sin anymore? How exciting that we have a heavenly father, a God that loves us so much that he would send his only son for us. And I think that's something that we can rejoice about. 
I think it's something that each and every one of us, sometimes we start thinking of this and this and this and this going on, and a lot of times it's legit. What's going on in your life is not something that is all that happy, all that joyous, all that something to, be, to rejoice about. But let's stop every once in a while and realize, man, we don't have to. If we're saved, we don't have to die and go to hell. How exciting is that? So tonight, as you sit there, what else is there? What else is there in your life? You sit there, Brother John, I can rejoice over this right here. I know a lot of times during this service, they have testimony time. And uh, so I got a few more minutes left, and it's not 8.15 yet, so don't look at the clock yet. Keep eyes up here. Don't look at your watch either or your phones. No, you say, Brother John, this is something else that we can rejoice about. Go ahead. Somebody's got something. You thought of something. I know you did. I know you did. This church, yes, man, this church, and I'll go a little further, our pastor that loves us, that has a great vision for the church. Uh, what else? What else? Some of you, you, you sat there, and you thought, thought of some things. Uh, I'll start calling you like I do my teenagers. I know you're sitting there thinking of something, right, Lily? Yeah. What do we got? Our country. Yes, sir, boy. Many times we take that for granted, don't we? We take that for granted. What else? What's that? Our family, yes. Some people are saying amen to that. Some are like, oh, no. Mother-in-law's, mother-in-law's getting there again. And uh, all right, yes. What else? Yes, ma'am. Our teachers in the school. Yes, that. Man, to have a teacher that loves your kids is so important. That is exciting. Who else? I don't know how youthful he is, but... Uh, <laughs> Oh, thank you. Who else? What else? Yes, ma'am. Answers to prayer, even when they're no, right? Oh, man, that hurts sometimes. Yes, sir. What's that? Youth pastor? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take care of you at the Christmas party. <laughs> In a good way. <laughs> All right, who else? Our homes. Where are we headed? Where are we at? Right here. Yes, ma'am, our homes. Man, yes, yes. Especially this time uh, when it's cold out. We think of that. And uh, I think young people don't understand how good they have it with uh, having a roof over their head. Um, all right, anybody else? Missionaries, yes, that go out and spread the gospel. And each and every one of us can be a missionary at that. Saw somebody in the head back. Yeah. School staff and church staff. All right, yes, ma'am. What's that? Our Bibles, yes, yes. All right, we'll take just a few more. Anybody else? We can rejoice. Yes, back here in the back. Valleys and trials that God has seen us through. And uh, boy, it's amazing and, and awesome that he'll walk right there through us, right there with us through it. And that is exciting. I'll take one more. Brother Battle? The church youth. Listen, we've got a great group of young people. Thank you, parents, for that, okay? That reflects back on the parents, and, and to me, it's, it's teamwork. I've, I've, I've preached that. I've taught that. It's teamwork, working together, and the youth pulling, and, uh, and I appreciate that. Uh, so, all right. Let's stand up. Stand up. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Stand up. As the invitation begins, listen, number one, we said salvation. If you don't know for sure if you died today that you'd go to heaven, listen, why not get it settled tonight? 